the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. A couple minutes after 4, you are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL.com and perhaps on the WFIL app. We have uh, had a beautiful day. Times of clouds, some sunshine for a while. 71 the high, getting cloudy tonight, low 40. Tomorrow looks to be on the cloudy side with sun at times, a high of 56. So a bit cooler, but still nice. And Sunday, lots of sun, high of 53. Of course, in the sports world, a lot of things have uh, shut down. Pretty much everything has on one level or another. College hoops, March Madness canceled altogether. That being a tournament, that kind of had to do that. NBA season suspended for about a month. They'll see what happens as everything kind of is. Let's see what happens. A hockey season, NHL pausing and Major League Baseball canceling the rest of spring training and also pushing back the start of the regular season at least a couple of weeks again to kind of see what happens. Uh, this program, however, continues. Thankfully, we're glad to be here. We're not pausing. Although, you know, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world if we all just, what's happening in a way with uh, the, the kind of forced shutdown of things, simplifying life a bit, spending time perhaps with family or just yourself to slow down, have a chance to catch your breath. Could be a lot worse. I've heard it likened uh, what's going on now to a snowstorm, not just because of what's happening at the supermarket, but also just the notion of the, the kind of the spectacle. Of course, this is a serious thing compared to a snowstorm. So snowstorms can be serious too, but uh, we have a lot of caution we want to, we want to, you know, exert. We also don't want to go overboard and go crazy and certainly not worry. God's in charge. Take care of everything. And uh, so that said, we have a really full program. Danny, I'm a little scared. You know why? Why? Because I don't know if we can get all this in. I don't think we're going to be able to, to be honest with you. Bring your shoehorn. There's a lot of guests. There's a lot of clips we have to play. There's puns. It's a lot. I see a little sweat on your brow. <laughs> yeah. I, it's been a nuts kind of a day. Well, there may be a little something extra in your paycheck. Yeah, I hope so. For the extra hard work today. Yeah, good. Yeah. So starting, you mentioned clips. This is a clip I want to play for you before I get into letting you know what's coming up. From a gentleman named Robert Lewis. He was in a couple of days ago for a couple of days from an organization called Cross International. And basically they help provide relief in uh, third world countries. They worked all, they currently work all over the world. And uh, we had, uh, we have a goal of trying to find uh, around 140 children sponsored for a $62 contribution, a one-time contribution. And this is just a quick little clip about the work that uh, Cross International does. This is Robert Lewis. Cross International is an interdenominational relief ministry. We're based in Pompano Beach, Florida, 
And so we have um, a new ministry uh, initiative called Thriving Kids. And this is, a, this is an initiative that we just started this year in the areas of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda and Africa, because those areas have some of the greatest uh, percentages of malnutrition and, and hunger, poverty, lack of clean water, and, and literally hundreds of thousands of children are dying every day because they're lacking these things that they need. For a $62 gift, can you imagine that? $62 will help us provide food and clean water, the Word of God, and other life-saving resources to a child for up to a year. So if you would like to be part of that, which is part of what WFIL is all about, here's the number, 866-367-9655, 866-367-9655. 9655. If uh, we have folks, or as we do, call in that number this hour between now and five o'clock, I will cover one child for every five that WFIL uh, listeners do. Thanks to all who've helped out so far folks like Sylvester, Jane, and Cheryl, all in Philadelphia, Patricia and Perkesy, Otis, Vanessa, Helen, all in Philadelphia, as is Thomas. A lot of Philly folks have been helping out, Victor and Mertztown. Bruce in Philly, Bonita and Ben Salem. I love alliteration. And Ramon in Newcastle, Delaware. The other day I made this offer near the end of the program. We managed to get enough for me to do one. So I'm going to add one to the list. Here's where we stand. 35 kids sponsored, 105 to go. Uh, Sorry, 34. When I do my one, it'll be 35. So I haven't done mine yet. So technically 34 and 106 to go. Can you help us make more progress? That'd be fantastic. 866-367-9655 or at WFIL.com. The Cross International Banner is right there. Now, that all said, Danny, you are noticing my special flannel shirt. Yes. You know why I'm wearing it? Why? It's in honor of our two guests. Oh. Chris DeGaul is coming up in a couple moments from our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. And as you know, he's quite the casual dresser. Yes, he is. Not many of us wear shorts in winter, for example. No, he wears flip-flops, too. Yeah. And then Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs on the Discovery Channel. Somebody's got to do it on CNN. Returning the favor on Facebook, among many things he's done. He also has his own podcast, The Way I Heard It with Mike Rowe. Uh, is going to be joining us. And you know, he gets pretty dirty with the stuff that he does. I know. So to that end, I'm wearing jeans. I got the flannel shirt. I want to think and feel the part. All right. All right. That okay by you? Fine by me. Among other things, by the way, Mike, who is kind of a local guy, was from uh, Baltimore, born in Baltimore, hoping to give a lot of money away through a foundation that he has. So we'll get into that. My cousin, Denny, in Chicago, posted on Facebook after he met, saw me mention it this morning that, that Mike Rose is going to be on. And he said, is, uh, is Mike going to shower before he comes on the show? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I'm like, it's not something I know, nor am I going to ask him about it. <laughs> But it actually brings up a good point. This might be one interview. I'm glad that the guest is not in studio. That's true. Uh, The only, and usually that's the case logistically, people aren't nearby to have in. But ironically, maybe the only other interview I've ever had, or I was kind of glad it was not in studio, was another Chicago uh, connection here. Uh, The Great uh, uh, Great Hall of Fame linebacker for the Bears, Mike Singletary. And besides his bone-crunching tackling skills, he was also known, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of him, Danny, but for the eyes. 
just peering out of the dark of his helmet. I'm Google imaging it now. <laughs> I'm sure you are. And uh, I think if he, if Mike Singletary had been in the studio, I also would have probably uh, peed my pants, forgot all my questions. Oh, he is a very big man. Or both. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, intimidating. He was yeah. he was in the area last summer uh, in Ocean City, New Jersey, and he came on the show in July. Here's just a quick clip of Mike Singletary on our program last July. I'm the last of 10 kids. Grew up uh, in a Christian family. My father was a Pentecostal pastor. And um, at uh, 12 years old, my mom and dad divorced. And, you know, for the first time, um, I was uh, allowed to have a chance to play football. And um, started playing at that age and, and really loved the game. And I uh, was just really excited about having the opportunity to play and felt like uh, the hand of God was on my career the whole time. Um, I came to know the Lord really at, at 13 years old, but not really for all the, the right reasons. I, I just felt like it really pleased my mom. And at 25 years old, I really came to a, a knowledge of the Lord and then a relationship as well, my own personal relationship and uh, begin to grow, and, and I felt like you know, the Lord sent different mentors into my life to begin to help me grow and kind of uh, help me understand the, the Word and, you know, how to hear God, how to live the Christian life as, as a man. And, you know, through the years, uh, I just felt like the Holy Spirit has become more and more of a teacher in my life and, and really the personal mentor, I think, that we all have, but um, don't activate it so so uh, for me, I've, I've started to activate the Holy Spirit and uh, really allow the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me and teach me the things that I need to know as, as a man, as a father. That's Mike Singletary, a Hall of Famer from the Chicago Bears. He joined us July 12th of last year. If you want to get the full podcast, help yourself. Danny, we're going to cap off today's show. There are other things to get in here with our Now That's Punny segment. Yes. And in honor of the fact that Mike Rowe is joining us. Mm-hmm. We're going to make the puns all about work. Okay. All right. Does all right. That work for you? Let's do it. Okay. All right. If you, by the way, want to suggest a work related pun, email it into Timmy T I M M Y D at WFIL.com or 610 500 Dove. You can text it in 610 500 3683. If we use your pun on the air, we'll give you a gift card to one of our partners, like Wawa or Duncan. We'll hopefully provide some encouragement for you along the way and some fun. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. It's 4.15, Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. We now bring to the program... The world famous Chris Stegall. Well, that's a that's a heavy lift. World famous. Well, you're on billboards all over the place. People can't escape you like gum on their shoe. That, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a, that's a horrifying. I forget about the billboard. The, there are a few of those out there. It's funny; those work. If anybody ever doubted that they work, I still get a note from time to time. People say, oh, "I was driving wherever, and I saw you, and I, I'm so glad to hear you're back." That's the weird thing about marketing. We've been doing the show since November 4th, and there are literally people that see my ugly mug on a billboard and go, oh, that guy's back. You don't. 
So, I mean, we sit here and do it every day and we figure everybody knows. No, not everybody knows. You figure everyone does nothing but listen to the show for the entire three hours. Well, because you, you just live it. So you assume that, yeah. you know, why wouldn't everyone else be? But then you realize, oh, no one else is. Well, Chris is host of Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Chris DeGaulle, that program officially on Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer, our sister station. And before you sneak out for the day, two things that quick run by you. Oh, boy. Yeah. Obviously, on the serious side, both are, but uh, one more than the other. I think, in a way, the local tragedy, uh, veteran uh, SWAT uh, Corporal James O'Connor. Yeah, you know, one morning. of the things about that that we're going to find out, I think, Monday, our intention is to talk with the FOP chief, uh, John McNesby. Uh, from what I hear, and I'll know more after the weekend, but from what I hear, officers of the law at Temple University Hospital, where this officer was taken and pronounced dead, Larry Krasner, the district attorney of Philadelphia, showed up, and from what I'm told, the officers blocked him from going in. So there is some real hostility building. It's already been there, but it's it's getting worse. You know, well, Philadelphia cops are starting to, uh, in no uncertain terms, let Larry Krasner know they feel he is responsible for kind of the marked nature of, of their job these days. Oh, because I guess uh, Corporal O'Connor was uh, was shot this morning serving a homicide warrant, right. and the person who they think shot him was somebody that the district attorney, they thought they should have put him away. Is that the idea? Yes. Before? Yeah, th- this is a DA that is um, known to be very, very soft on hardened criminals, and it's getting our cops killed. It is their feeling anyway. Did so, you get some conversation yeah. on that this morning? or Not yet. It happened too late in the show, unfortunately. And, okay. uh, you know, we're all dying from coronavirus ourselves. So. That's the other thing. Sure. How about yeah. what, are, what are folks' takes? What's your take on the uh... – I mean, I've listened to the show, so I know. But you can tell it yourself. Uh, yeah, it's funny. If you say anything less than, <laughs> you're not taking it seriously enough. And I think that's lunatic. I, I'm, I'm frankly tired of people telling me that I'm not taking it seriously enough because I'm not hysterical. Of course, I take any illness seriously. Who wants to get sick? No one wants to get sick, but perspective is necessary. And the perspective is, I suspect that we will find out. Well, we'll never know. But there are tens of thousands, probably hundreds, if not millions of people who have contracted coronavirus. I would submit to you as early as November or before of last year. This country is full of people that have gotten sick with this and don't know it or thought it was a cold or some flu and they weathered it and they're fine. Most people, if they catch it, are going to be fine. Yes, elderly are more vulnerable. Yes, immunocompromised people are more vulnerable. That's all true. Don't want them sick. Take practical measures to keep that from happening. All good. But I'm afraid, Tim, that people who don't walk this through think, if I catch it, I will die. I really think there's a lot of that. Catching coronavirus means death. And I think the news media has done a terrible job in giving perspective in this. And yeah. you, and this is your bailiwick. <laughs> I think this is when society tells me we have a terrible, terrible lack of faith and a terrible, terrible lack of something grander in our lives at times like these. I don't know if for you that's yeah. what you take from a time like this, but that's what I feel sure. as a Christian. It bothers me. There's such a dearth of well, maybe, faith. Maybe it's a time. Maybe it's a time to stir that back up. Maybe a refocusing comes into play in a lot of fronts, including just being home and quarantined and family time, if nothing else. But hopefully, something much bigger, like you say. What do you think? I'll ask you as a Christian. Yeah. I mean, how do you, as a Christian, do you, don't you think that comes into play at times like these? If you're someone of faith, oh, absolutely. How so yeah. for you? I'm genuinely asking. I, that, well, there's no right answer, but 
I guess, on one front that God's God. Uh, he was God in November. He was God last July. He'll be God this coming June, and he'll be God the year after. And yeah. so these things don't surprise him. And uh, perhaps one of the benefits of them, if you will, is uh, redirecting, helping refocus on priorities. Uh, in fact, yesterday on the afternoon show, we didn't have a plan to talk about coronavirus and had an author schedule. We we're going to go ahead with that. And uh, – Wound up rescheduling it for next week, which we're good to do. And I just thought, especially as the day played out, it was important that we embraced what was happening, in a, you know, right right around us. Especially with the program, the, one of the reasons we're here is to be local, have a chance for folks to have a voice. People yes. could call in if they wanted, if they were scared, you could pray for them. People could call in, share their thoughts. We did that from one to ten. Where are you on the scale? I yeah. said three point one four one five. It's tomorrow's <laughs> National Pie Day, and uh, my daughter made a gluten free blueberry pie for school, so. <laughs> I mean that's about my concern level is in the, in the low threes. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, but but and then we actually played a couple songs yesterday that, that speak to God's in control and read a couple scripture verses that that, that back that up. So I mean it, and you know what? If you stop and think about this, Chris, I said this to someone last night. 125 years from now, seven billion people that are on this planet will all be dead. <laughs> wow, that's quite a perspective. Yeah, you, me, everybody. Yes. It's going to happen. Unless something comes up that we don't know about. <laughs> like we can freeze our heads well, or something. Right. Yeah. 125 yeah. years. So, yes, the short term, what's going on. Yeah. What about the big term? Yeah. You know what else? Uh, and this is maybe a little more morbid, morbid than some. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm altogether all that excited to just desperately cling to life. I, I do kind of at times get excited about uh, the other side of things. Sure. Uh, well, hopefully, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. I, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't fear death like I used to as a younger man. Hmm. I don't fear it. Well, Bible talks about our citizenships in heaven. So yeah. don't get too comfortable here. Stately Stigall Manor can have its proper windows and siding. Yeah, but I'm not. That's not the end game. And, and you know what brings me the the most satisfaction in all of this is that I have three kids: fifteen, fourteen, and eleven. Yeah. All three of whom are really taking this in stride. I've had honest talks with them. What are you hearing at school? Are you worried? Are you panicked? And they're earnestly not. Uh, and I, I believe that's great. I'm not patting myself on the back, but I believe that is because we raised them in the church, and they have a sense of something bigger than themselves. That's and important. I hope that's true. Yeah, I didn't get that deep with them, but that's my sense of it. They, they've three kids with heads on their shoulders. So, uh, boy, if I could beg people to to do anything, that's that's what it would be. Well, and you'll have those conversations the next couple of weeks at home, probably, yeah. right? Yes, apparently. Are they, are they going to be home now? Today is their last day in school, and I'm told the district shuts her down effective Monday. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, I, and that's another topic altogether. But yeah. obviously people yeah. are – they can tune in. Uh, just tuning in, Krista Gall, host of Philadelphia's Morning Answer with Krista Gall. You can hit on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. Also, you mentioned lastly before you slip out – I heard you mention something this morning about a, another interview you had that's also on your site, ChrisDeGaulle.com, right? Yeah. Uh, Interesting I have interview. a really, I think, important perspective interview with Cheryl Atkinson, who's a journalist formerly of CBS News, Emmy Award-winning journalist, really smart. Not a kook, not a conspiracy theorist, but a woman who genuinely asks questions. She says, and I believe her, the medical community is something that on the news, particularly medical reporters, there's this sort of almost duty – that uh, medical reporters have to report the medical the medical establishment's line on everything, and if there's anything all of us have learned in news consumption is that you you can't you can't go whole hog in on any one source and believe any one source all the time on everything. People are fallible; they get it wrong. Sure, medical community does too. 
So perspective is necessary again. And yeah. she says, I question some of the conventional wisdom on some of the medical things we're hearing. So she's written a great fact-based piece uh, I read through on today's show. Yesterday we had a full interview with her and kind of talked about the conventional wisdom of this, how to think about it versus maybe what's reality or an alternative way to think about it. So, yeah, I hope people will check out the podcast. It's good stuff. Good. All right. Have Thank a good you, weekend, buddy. man. You, you too, man. Out I the door, it. off you go. Enjoy <laughs> your family and everything. Thanks and, for having me on the show. Uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Chris DeGaulle, hanging out. We have a quick break to take. We have another guest to bring in. Uh, just a quick PS to our just chat here. Remember, we began talking about uh, veteran SWAT Corporal James O'Connor, who passed away this morning. Police uh, uh, Policeman in the uh, line of fire, line of duty. Only 46 and uh, 23 years of service. Married to children, his sons. A ninth district police officer, his daughter's an active duty Air Force member, so keep the O'Connor family in your prayers. We'll be back in just a moment after a quick break with a song of encouragement and also Mike Rowe going to join us from the Dirty Jobs program and many other things he's done over the years and a lot more yet to come. The Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. In the eye of the storm, you remain in control. And in the middle of the war, you guard my soul. You alone are the anchor when my sails are torn. Your love surrounds me. In the eye of the storm When the solid ground AM 560 WFIL It's Ryan Stevenson A great song Apply to a lot of different things That's the eye of the storm And of course a lot of folks Going through a storm right now How real it is We don't know But the truth of that song ring, you know, Rings through And I uh, want to encourage you among other things, as I've been thinking about the coronavirus deal and what's happening in the world in general, uh, it's a reset time for a lot of us. And uh, God, was, God was God last year, next year, all that. So this is not throwing him at all. And I've been thinking about some things, digging into scripture a little bit more, actually, the last couple of days. And I thought I would just read this because uh, even when your life's really complicated, maybe you just got a lot in your mind. The Lord's Prayer is really powerful, is it not? I mean, if he's the one who taught it, this is actually what it says. Matthew 6, uh, chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Good enough for the Lord. It's good enough for me. And it's not complicated, but it doesn't have to be, does it? Thanks for listening in today. Forecast calling for some clouds tonight after a beautiful afternoon. Getting a little chilly. 40 for the low. Tomorrow, mix of clouds and sun, high 56. Sunday, lots of sun, high 53. A lot of sporting events and leagues and things are canceling. Everything's kind of just shutting down for now. God's still in charge, and we take things a day at a time. I want to thank everybody who's helped out in our partnership with Cross International. We've had 34 kids out of 100 and 
50 or 140 actually sponsored. So 34 down, 106 to go. Details on our homepage at WFIL.com. Want to play a quick clip for you of Robert Lewis, who was in studio with us. We also have Mike Rowe going to join us in just a couple of moments here. Uh, but first, Robert Lewis from Cross International give you a little idea of what you'd be doing if you were to help out. Our ministry partners in those areas, Malawi, Zambia, Uganda, they're all the same projects, driving kids, but they're different areas and different ministry partners. And so they know how many kids are the most critical need within their immediate reach, okay? And they know how many how many children total they can put into a feeding program. For instance, it would be ridiculous to think that any one of them could feed 2,000 children every day. And, and that number for them is different for each of them. Right. But for this radio event, we have been told that 150 kids would actually almost complete the, the program in certain uh, partnerships. So we're asking you to help with that work. We want to finish strong. We don't want to leave any children out. And so if you would, go to the phone at 866-367-9655 or online, WFIL.com. There you go. That's uh, Robert Lewis from Cross International. He was in studio with us earlier this week. Just wanted to keep you updated on how that's going. Thanks to everyone who's helped out. Again, the number to do so is 866-367-9655. A one-time $62 contribution would take care of one of the 140 children we're helping, uh, looking to find help and support for. 866-367-9655 or at WFIL.com. Just click the Cross International banner. And uh, for every five children taken care of this hour, I will pick up the cost of one. So buy five, get one free. I'd love to come alongside and uh, do what I'm asking you to do. And I encourage you to be part of that. As we continue our conversation, we are very glad to shift gears and bring on board Mike Rowe from uh, many different worlds you'll know him from, Dirty Jobs and many others. Hello, Mike. How are you? Yeah, I'm terrific. Thanks. How are you doing? Excellent. Thanks for taking time to chat a little bit today. There's so many things to talk about in a short amount of time, but <laughs> let's jump right in with uh, two things, I guess. The Mike Rowe Works Foundation and the Work Ethics Scholarship Program. Why don't you share about those, if you would? I'll give you the short version. I'm trying to give away a million dollars by the end of March. It's a <laughs> tremendous pain in the neck. It's always difficult, uh, but it's always gratifying. Um, my foundation's been around since Labor Day of 2008. Every year, I set aside a chunk of money, and I reserve it for work ethic scholarships. Work ethic scholarships are uh, modest allotments of cash for people who want to learn a skill that's in demand. Uh, these are not for four-year degrees. These are for welders, steamfitters, pipefitters, mechanics, anybody who wants to master a trade that's in what we typically call the skills gap right now. So short version, seven and a half million open jobs, most of which don't require a four-year degree. On the other side, we got $1.6 trillion in student loans. It's killing the country. So I thought it'd be nice to focus on opportunities that actually exist. People who aren't afraid to roll their sleeves up learn a skill that's in demand, and actually get their hands dirty. So yeah. microworks.org, big old pile of free money. I'd love to give you some. Mike, what, uh, where do you think the appreciation for work and your work ethic came from? Um, uh, that's the old nature-nurture thing. And, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but uh, if I were to impersonate a social anthropologist, I'd say partly from my grandfather, partly from my mother, and partly from getting a pie in the face, you know, season after season on dirty jobs and meeting people who, who did the kind of jobs that 
quite frankly, I, I, I never aspired to do growing up. For me, Dirty Jobs was, uh, you know, it was, it was probably the best continuing education program I ever had. And I went to community college. I went to universities. I did all of that. But I, I learned more about life and work from the people on that show than at any other time in my life. I didn't start until I was 42. So I got a late start. But with respect to work ethic and with regard to the kinds of jobs that really make civilized life work, I had a, uh, I had a lot of hands-on experience and a front-row seat to the people who actually do it. So my foundation was built for them. And um, to the extent that I, any of their work ethic rubbed off on me, you know, that's, uh, that's lucky for me. But um, I don't think I don't think people are born completely with work ethic. In fact, I think most people, given a choice, will will always take the easy way. You know, it's natural. Uh, dirty jobbers didn't do that, and certainly our country wasn't built by taking a shortcut. Mike Rowe, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM five sixty WFIL dot com, and on the WFIL app. Uh, I did some reading up just on a lot of there's so many different aspects to the the things you've done over the years in addition to dirty jobs the somebody's got to do it uh series and the way I heard it with Mike Rowe podcast and the Facebook uh thing recently as well um so many different things and so many different ways you've had a chance to uh, I guess espouse the, the idea and the encouragement for folks to be focused on these on these jobs and uh, and on work itself um also just the upbringing too though cuz you grew up not too far from here I guess it was was it Baltimore you were born so and uh and I was born in, yeah, I was yeah. born in Baltimore. I actually lived in Philly for a couple of years. Lived okay. in Westchester. Yeah. You know, sold things in the middle of the night on the QBC Cable Shopping Channel way back in '89 and '90, '91. Yeah. I lived in Bucks County. Uh, look, I, I, I had a ball in Philly. But look, with regard to my uh, my my resume, the truth is, I've been doing the same show for 30 years. I just changed the title every five <laughs> or six years. Um, yeah. I, my job. You know, to the extent that I have one, is to uh, is to tap the country on the shoulder every so often and say, "Hey, what about this guy? What about her? Get a load of him." You know, it's that's what I, that's what I did on Thirty Jobs. That's what I'm doing on returning the favor right now on Facebook, and uh, that's really why the foundation exists. The country's full of people who are getting it done and who who want to work with dignity and uh, and, and purpose. So. To the extent that I can find them and help them and tell their story, that's what I do. Yeah. Did some of your upbringing, uh, just in the church, for example, I read up some of that. We're actually a Christian station here in Philly, been around for many years. It was Dick Clark, American Bandstand for years, and it flipped the country in all kinds of formats. But I love talking to people who know what they're talking about also. And hence, you know, just to chat with you to see if some of those roots in the early days also played out in terms of, of working hard. Also acknowledging the, the dignity in those jobs. Well, look, it, there's a lot of biblical precept in, in the notion of work and in the nature of work. But for me, you know, the church was the absolute center of our little community. In fact, my grandfather built it. There's mm. a plaque to this day in the, in the Sunday school. You know, he was, he was really the reason I did dirty jobs in the first place. The guy could build a house without a blueprint. He only went to the seventh grade, but he was a genius, you know, master electrician by the time he was 30, plumber, uh, architect. I mean, he could do anything. He, he had, the, he had the, the chip, you know, which unfortunately is recessive. <laughs> <laughs> Andy I, I, I didn't get it, but, but I did get 
met his level of curiosity. And uh, on his advice, I got a different toolbox, got into the entertainment business. And uh, to this day, I try to think of myself as a tradesman, trying to work as a jobber the way he used to. I can't do what he did, but he can't do what I do. You know, so it's a, uh, if you want to talk about the philosophy of work, my personal view is that we're all tradespeople and uh, we're, we're born to look for opportunities that have beginnings and middles and ends, you know, and when you can see, when you can see the, the fruits of your labor, when you can see a, a task getting completed as you do it, you know, there's something very satisfying. In that. So that's why I try and steer people when I can toward those opportunities and that's why our scholarship program works. Excellent. Mike, thanks. I know I have a busy day ahead of you. Great to make your acquaintance. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. You too, Tim. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. Also, somebody's got to do it. And uh, the way I heard about it with Mike Rowe podcast and the uh, Facebook uh, deal returning the favor that he does and the Mike Rowe Works Foundation and Work Ethics Scholarship Program you heard him talk about there. A lot to pack into our chat together. Mike talked to a number of radio stations, and we're very glad to have had a chance to have him on. Uh, you know, there's a verse that comes to mind when it comes to work. There's a lot of them in Proverbs. I'll throw a couple quick ones at you. He who works his land will have abundant food, but he who chases fantasies lacks judgment. Proverbs twelve eleven. How about Proverbs 26, 14? As a door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. I've been there a few times. Uh, Proverbs 26, 15, the very next verse. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. So hopefully, God help us to not be that way. Help us to get up, get out, do our thing. Not always easy. And uh, do what we need to do. Again, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, our guest. We'll uh, take a quick break, come back with much more. And you know what? As we go to break, if you want to call in to win a gift card to Duncan or Wawa or Panera or Rita's, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet, do that right now. 800-560-WFI. I want to shoehorn this in here today. 800-560-9345 for a gift card uh, with WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 447 of the Tim DeMoss Show. Beautiful day. Let's pick a gift card winner or two and then continue from there. Hello. Hey, it's your buddy. It's your buddy, Jeff. How are you? What's up, Jeff? Hey, Jeff. How you been? (laughs) Okay. Just waiting for a cheesesteak and, uh. That's about it. But how, how are you? Um, I didn't know Mike Rowe was from uh, Bucks County. That's good. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh, well, he wasn't – not originally, but he that's where he uh, did did spend some time. So Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I'll have to look, that, I'll look up his bio and find out more. Yeah. Very but, good. Uh, I'll put you on anyway, – where, where are you calling from today? Newtown, PA. Excellent. Hang on one sec. We'll get your uh, info and make sure we get your card out to you. Have a good weekend. You too, Timmy. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome, Jeff. Uh, one more here. Hello. Who's this? Oh, hi, this is your friend, Pat. What's up, Pat? Well, I was so disappointed that I couldn't come to your luncheon at the Chinese restaurant, but I had to go to church, and I was never going to be able to make it. That's okay. We hope to do it again before yeah. long. We're all supposed to stay home for a while, I guess, but hopefully we'll do it again. It was a lot of fun. Well, you know what? Like you said, God's in control. I'll tell you and- what. i tell you what, Pat. I actually have a gift card to China Garden, so I'm going to give that to you. How about that? So you can go whenever you feel like it. Get warmed up for the next trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. 
Oh, okay. I was going to ask for one for Dunkin' Donuts for my granddaughter, but if you want to give me the China one, I'll take that. Pat, I'm giving you one matter. of each. I'm giving you one of each. How about that? Oh, that's so nice of you. You're welcome. Uh, what a blessing. Maybe I can bless somebody else, too, like with that. that China one. That'd be great. That'd be great. Oh, Where are you calling from, so Pat? Nice you. Well, Woodbury, New Jersey. All right. Hang on one sec. I'm going to go right, uh, you know, the world is changing. I'm just looking at my uh, list here. We have, a, uh, on this one topic, we have a lot of giveaways in our site. And one of them is called the Overcomer Getaway, which originally included a trip for two, including hotel and airfare to the uh, college basketball championship game in Atlanta. Of course, that whole tournament has not only been uh, declared no fans, but no tournament at this point. So we were already in the middle of the giveaway, and uh, we wound up having to shift gear. So there is still a contest that uh, you can still win the Overcomer movie on DVD. There's some Bible studies. There's some movie soundtrack CDs. And I think another grand prize has, is, has been accomplished or is or going to be happening. The contest, ironically, I mean, just, it, it's ending this Sunday. So I don't think I've ever been part of a, a contest where in the middle of it, all of a sudden the grand prize was no longer possible. Uh, that all said wfil.com click the contest page to get in on that and a bunch of other contests it actually had alex kendrick the director of the movie itself overcomer on the program back in october on the first we live in a culture now that's debating who gets to define who you are or being told you you are your feelings or you are your job your financial status whatever we we believe that the creator gets to define his creation And it's interesting that if you think about it, God created us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He loves us more than anyone loves us. And he has the authority to tell us who we are. Why would we let anything else define who we are? So this movie follows a high school coach. He's a basketball coach, but he loses his team because the largest factory in town shuts down. All the families move away. The remaining students, the school asks him to become the cross-country coach. He didn't want to do it, especially when only one 15-year-old girl runner shows up, and she's got asthma. So that kind of sets the premise for this. But when he loses his ability to find success at his job, he does what most men do. They get frustrated, and they search for who they are. If you take away a man's job, most men will struggle. And um, so he really has to come to grips with, who am I? The girl also has to find her place in this world. She has very low self-esteem. So the, the, the movie follows both of their trajectory and is so uh, relatable today, and, and it has such an inspirational ending. A lot of people are leaving saying, I have a better understanding of what it means to have identity in Christ than I ever have. And, and we love that, because we want to tell an entertaining story, but one that really touches the hearts of people. That's director Alex Kendrick of the movie Overcomer, which, again, you can win right now through this weekend at WFIL.com. It's all part of WFIL's Rewards Club, which features lots of contests, also fun surveys. Imagine, Danny... Do you like to give your opinion every now and again? Why am I asking that question? Yeah, when when am I not giving my That's, opinion? Well, see, and if you give your opinion in the rewards club on our site, you could actually win prizes. Imagine you going around saying, hey, Tim, stop doing that. Doug, don't do that. And, you, and people just handing you prizes. for. <laughs> That'd your, be great. Yeah, right. You'd be like, what uh, a dream. you'd need a storage facility. I would. Yeah. So we do that at WFIL.com. Help yourself. Get yourself in the rewards club. And then there are a lot of benefits to it, including the opportunity to win stuff. And, uh, yeah, so we're coming down the home stretch of the show and the week. It's been a full week. We thought we'd have a lighthearted, now that's punny segment to conclude things with on the other side of this break. 
And in honor of our guest, Mike Rowe, who just had from the Dirty Jobs program, all the puns will be work-related. That's coming up in just a moment. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 455 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Danny, I forgot to mention, you know, when we had Mike Rowe on there from Dirty Jobs a few, a few moments ago, you know, one of the things that, that really got him mad one day? What? He was actually in, a, I forget, one of his professor's office, somebody's office, and he saw a sign on the wall that said, work smarter, not Uh-oh. harder. Uh-oh. He said, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. That's so rude. Work harder. Let's get him back on the phone, and I'll give him a piece of my mind. And smarter is what he said. Not one or the other. Work harder and smarter. All smarter right. and harder. All right. I thought of you because I know you... You know that's my line. Slightly different philosophy. That's my motto. Yeah. What is it? Smarter, not harder for you? Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. And he puts the word and in the middle. And he is the guy on all the TV shows. But you're on this show. That's not bad. You know what? I'm going to get his phone number. We're going to have to have a talk. (laughs) By the way, you can get the podcast of this program on our site, WFIL.com, about an hour from now. And we're on now on Apple Podcasts, right? And iTunes. Yes. And TuneIn and Google Podcasts and Podcast Central. Whoop-de-doo. Spotify, Stitcher. Yeah. You name it, we're you, on it. You helped that happen. Thank is it, you. Is the podcast world complicated for those who don't know how to use it? No, it's not actually. So you can either, like you said, go onto our homepage at WFIL yeah. and just listen there. Okay. Or if you would rather use a different platform like Spotify, yeah. iTunes, yeah. Stitcher, TuneIn, yeah. 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 you can click on... There's like a little lollipop icon. I like lollipops. In the top right corner of each media, like each uh, Whatever platform. player. Yeah. And it'll show you all the different platforms that we're on. And if it's an easier platform instead of the WFIL homepage, you can then click the lollipop and then click that platform and then subscribe, which basically means that you won't ever have to look for the Tim DeMoss Show podcast ever again. It'll just automatically be downloaded to your phone. Easy sounds amazing. We have one minute. Let's do our puns. You ready? I was born ready. How about you? All right. Here we go. Now, Danny, I have a large family to feed, so I'm always looking for financial opportunities to earn money. They They don't always work out. Like the time I got fired from the calendar factory for taking a day off. The calendar. Then there was the gig at the orange juice factory where I got canned because I couldn't concentrate. Hey, I also used to sell amplifiers but lost that gig by not achieving a sufficient volume of sales. (laughs) My very first side job was peddling designer clothing. I was a Dior to Dior salesman. Thank you. I did work at a cement factory once, but over time things got harder and harder, so I quit. What would you do with a brain if you had one? I was a glue salesman, too. And that went well because I stuck to my word. <clears throat> Sorry. I also helped put in chimneys one winter season. One guy had us install two chimneys, which I found to be superfluous. Oh. <laughs> and that'll do it for the weekend or the week. Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries carries us into the weekend. Leads in prayer next. Have a great weekend. See you. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.